Insights, the Bankwest Business Insights Podcast. I'm Christo Hall, and today I'm here to talk productivity. Busy doesn't always equal productive. That's something which a lot of small businesses have experienced firsthand. Sometimes you feel as though you're moving at a million miles an hour, juggling all kinds of competing tasks and priorities, and you're trying to manage this, like attempt that and respond to that, and at the end of the day, you're exhausted, but you're left with the sinking feeling that you've accomplished very little. Uh, This is exactly why Aussie small businesses need to focus on improving their productivity. The benefits of improved productivity are significant, ranging from increased profitability to more satisfied customers and happier employees. Thanks to Bankwest, this podcast will explore the benefits of prioritizing productivity and will share some tips and tricks to help you along the way. I'm joined by John Williams. He's the head of business process management at Bankwest, making this guy a productivity guru. Hi, John. Hi, Christo. Great to be with you today and looking forward to sharing some productivity ideas and tips. Thank you so much for agreeing to come along and sharing your gold and wisdom. So this thing, let's rip into it. Productivity is one of those big, broad business terms. It kind of covers a lot of ground. So let's clarify what we're talking about. What does productivity mean to Australian businesses? And you're right. It means different things to different people and also different again for businesses. Bankwest recently released the Future of Business Productivity Report, where we asked businesses what productivity meant to them. Nearly two-thirds said productivity means to increase business efficiency, while the other half said it means increasing profit and increasing revenue. So as you can see, different interpretations. But the great news is that they all saw productivity as being important and having a place in today and the future's world. And hopefully we can share one or two ideas today and tools from this podcast, which can help them as an individual or as a business. Awesome. What a, what a huge stat there too. You can see the um, business owners' minds are always on the, the bottom line, you know, increasing revenue. So if we can make that direct connection between productivity and increased revenues, I think you've got our attention now, John. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you always want to be more productive and never less. Let's zero in on the benefits. What affects does improved productivity have on a small business's finances, revenue, profit? Let's let's talk the money stuff here. I know. Let's get to the crunch and why it really is beneficial. Yes. The key for us is the aim of using productivity effectively is to ensure you're focusing on important things. That's the key value. So there's two key phrases we ask you to think about. One is, would your customer or your client pay for it, whatever it is, your products or services you offer? If you answer yes, then it's a critical part of what you're offering and continue to do it and possibly invest further in it. If it's no, then think, do I need to keep doing it? If yes, could I do it more simply? Could I do it cheaper? Could I do it in less time? If it's no, you don't need to do it, stop doing it. So with saving time on what we call non-value-adding stuff, you can really maximize the time you spend on those value-adding activities for your customers and your business. And it's going to keep changing. The climate's getting different. Customer needs are changing and expectations are changing and increasing. And we need to focus on those value-adding things for our customers And this will put you in a good place to respond and focus on really improving your customer experience. And by stopping and doing those things that you don't need to do, you can make them more simple. Your key is you can also reduce your operating costs, which is a fundamental for for businesses now. And one of the key phrases we, we like to actually make people think about is, it's about working smarter, not harder. That's a key part. 
It's always the little things we want to do with the biggest impact, isn't it? It's like the, uh, I always say the little hinges that swing the big doors. That's what I'm looking for. So let's look at that, the money side again. Like managing your cash flow effectively is absolutely, obviously essential to, well, to any business to obviously to keep the thing alive. But why does improved cash flow improve productivity at the same time? There's no doubt managing cash flow is probably one of the top challenges facing small businesses and can be a really tough one to manage. With the focus on productivity, it can help. There's no doubt by firstly getting you to think, can I do this in a better way? This may be, you know, be more digital. Can you do things quicker? And there's lots of new services out there, new digital services that are worth having a look at. Look at what you can automate in your process and reduce the time it takes for things. There's no doubt if you can have a look at your invoicing process and how you could simplify that and reduce time. I know there's some examples of people using rewards to get early payment. So it is looking at that process. Focus on the steps. You know, see that your key payment cash flow is a process. And if you can see some key steps that you can improve, try and reduce that so it takes less time so you, you get more cash flowing quicker. And the key is if you do make changes to things and the services you offer, try and change this. Make sure you test them, particularly to minimize any risk because you don't want to lose any business by impacting your brand or something. In addition to, to being good for the bottom line, like improving productivity creates a culture, like a better culture, doesn't it? If people are feeling, I guess, more fulfilled or something. Um, so what role does it play on in terms of employee morale? Yeah, all the evidence shows that if your workplace is productive, you're more likely to have happier employees, which is great news. And there's a range of things you can do to really improve employee health and well-being, which in turn really impacts productivity and improves productivity. Some examples are simple ones like flexible working. You know, do you really adopt that as a business? And interestingly, those businesses who've adopted flexible working have been able to reduce their footprint and their costs of buildings. So there's a key cost operating cost link there. Uh, Working remotely to save time in travel, you know, really helps colleagues and their well-being. Job sharing where two people work part-time and share a role. They not only help businesses work smarter, but also help the individuals about work-life balance. And, you know, Bankwest allows me to work flexibly and I, I now get a chance to work from home on a Wednesday. I could take and drop off my kids and also I attend the school events I used to miss. So I actually feel more goodwill towards my company and more likely to stay. How do we get William. John's job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> He's a happy boy. No, the, um, this is really cool. I, I do a lot of gold that you've just shared in there, like in terms of the flexibility, it, it can increase the productivity because I'm sure there's business owners listening in that think, well, or not, not think, but, you know, just might have the fear that if, if someone's not in the office, are they really working? You know, are they on the job or are they just playing around on Facebook or are they, you know, tootling around at the beach, tanning themselves? So super gold there. And also you, you touched on the point, the, um, just getting things done, like feeling productive, it's going to make you happy, isn't it? Like if you get to the end of the week and every time you look back at the week and think, well, I got probably the easiest or most familiar um, tasks done, but I didn't get the big high impact ones done, can be a little bit deflating there. Uh, at the same time. So let's look at look in terms of customers. So all great businesses, you know, I guess have one thing in common, satisfied customers. So how does a more productive business result in more satisfied customers? There's no doubt customers generally do business be- with you because they're after a product or service you provide. And if you don't deliver that product well, you know, it's inefficient, this will result in normally a poor customer experience and ultimately lost business. They're more likely to share that experience with family and friends, which could damage your reputation Mm. and also your ability to attract new customers. So as you say, it's crucial. On the other hand, if you can apply a productivity mindset and put the customer at that forefront or client, depending on your business, 
you can focus on making your products and services simple and easy to use, which should result in satisfied customers. There's no doubt our biggest feedback from customers is they're looking for consistency in whichever way they deal with, you know, multi-channel world we're in, digital, face-to-face, telephony. And there's no doubt if you can have a strong, streamlined, productive process, the service you deliver will be seen as exceptional in this day and age. What about the, the phrase, you got to spend money to make money, certainly applies in marketing. So when it comes to, to sales and marketing, what are, are some of the opportunities here? Yeah, there's no doubt the research behind the Bankwest Future of Business Productivity Report found that by improving cash flow, it can really in turn improve productivity because it allows you to spend more time on those value-adding activities like sales, marketing, customer engagement. And these are often the activities you put aside when cash flow is a problem, when really you need them to grow and, and become a better business. And interestingly, there's one simple tool we recommend for business leaders when they start to look at how they spend their week. And it's called the week in the life of template or perfect week. And through this, you see how balanced is your time across those key things like people, customer, operational and strategy. And all of those things together make a productive environment. You need all of those levers. And in recent work we've done with some not-for-profit companies, we've been able to review a leader's week and help them be more productive. And also by reducing the non-value stuff, things that really didn't need to be done or reducing the time they took, we were able to give them up to 20% of their time back. Now, wouldn't wow. you want one day a week back? <laughs> what would you do with that? Yes, I know what I'd be doing. I'd be surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be probably doing similar, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's huge. Uh, the amount of time that, you know, you could can make up by simply being more productive. And of course, spending that time either enjoying life or uh, working on higher impact tasks, you know, that can result in bigger difference for the business. Um, so a well-run business is always looking to reduce overheads as well. And the Bankwest Future of Business Productivity Report finds that more than four in five businesses are confident that taking steps to reduce operating costs will improve productivity. Can you share some tips on how to get your costs down? Yeah, there's no doubt one of the key benefits of being productive and thinking productivity is to help drive your lower cost income base or ratio. And there's a number of approaches for kind of doing that. You know, one would be, you know, looking at your costs with suppliers. How often do you renegotiate your contracts on renewal? You know, a particular one in the digital world is how is technology going to help you automate some of your processes and reduce your time on really those non-value tasks? And the good bit is it isn't about replacing people. It's about how can you make that complement your people so your people get their time back to spend on the valuable stuff. So that's the good bit. And we've got, again, particular tool we'd recommend to organize yourself is what's called the 5S tool. And this is what helps you organize your resources and your materials. And it uses a piece where you sort yourself up, you set it in order, you standardize and shine and you sustain. And it's really about just-in-time principles like not overstocking, things like that. Mm. Bringing things back in-house, we're starting to see a move of things coming back in-house, which were previously externally um, supported. You know, that can be, all of these things could improve and simplify how you offer your products and services to be more productive. Beautiful. And it's, it's 2017. We're in an era of digital disruption, but also, you know, there's terrific opportunities in this, this digital space. So how important is technology in improving productivity? 
I think it's vital. You know, it's touching every one of us in all our worlds. If we look at, the, you know, the digital, the phones, mobiles, you know, we're having to respond to how you as customers, as we as customers are, are using technology. And it's the same challenge for all businesses. Could technology help you automate things as we touched on, make your manual processes quicker? But also there's new versions of tech, you know, of different systems now. Is there a new version of a machine that could now be available in your business that could improve your productivity you know, the productivity report found nearly half of Australian businesses are relying more on productivity to reduce operating costs and doing this through the use of technology to complement people, as I said before. And it's not about replacing them, but it's about getting them working on really valuable stuff. I love the fact that the whole technology thing's huge, isn't it? Because there's a lot of the the playing fields almost leveled now with small businesses. I know, you know, there used to be technology that was probably only available to, to massive corporates that could afford it. And now the, the digital kind of opportunities out there, it's kind of leveled the playing field there. Yeah, definitely. And it will continue to be a challenge for us to respond to. Awesome. Well, thanks, John. Some awesome insights there and gold nuggets of wisdom. Being productive, obviously, it just makes sense for a small business, but it's not always easy to do. The Bankwest Future of Business Productivity Report reveals that there are massive commercial benefits in doing so. And these include things that we've explained like growth, higher profitability, and better ability to meet customer demand. The report includes a heap more information about productivity in Australian business. So head on over to bankwest.com.au forward slash small business and download your copy today. I'm Christo Hall. Thanks again to John Williams for his time today. And thank you for listening to the Bankwest Business Insights Podcast.